Today, let's talk about one of those things that is so important to having a really good course, and that's figuring out your topic. So I'm gonna talk about some mistakes I see so that you can avoid them. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Course Creators HQ Podcast, helping you navigate the latest techniques for creating and marketing online courses. And now, here's your host, Julie Hood. All right, so this is gonna be a great episode. We are at coursecreatorshq.com slash 134 so that you can get the link that I'm gonna share because I wanna make sure that you are jumping in for the topic and title challenge. It's starting on March the 6th, 2023, a whole week of getting to work with me on figuring out your topic and figuring out your title. It's free. So would love for you to come jump in and get connected and let's just get you going on that first course or that next course pointed in the right direction because figuring out your topic is one of those huge, huge decisions that you want to get right at the beginning. So I want to point out a couple mistakes that I see some course creators making when they're working on their topic so that you don't make these. So grab your notebook, take some notes, and then you can make sure that you've got that perfect topic going for your next course. All right, number one, one of the big mistakes I see people making is their topic is just too big to cover in one course. And it comes usually from really good intentions from the course creator. It's their first course usually. They really want to make sure they're giving a lot of value to their audience. So they're pulling all of their knowledge out of their head and pulling it all into this first course but here's what happens a couple different things the first one is it can be really tough to actually finish this course that you've created that's kind of this big old monster hanging out over your head so the other thing that happens is if you do actually get the whole thing created your students might not get through it because it's so long and there's so much to it that it just feels overwhelming to them and the third thing is because it's so big, it's really hard to hit a specific pain point. So, you know, if I did something like how to do online marketing, I mean, holy cow, there are so many topics that could come under that. And you probably wouldn't be excited about just this general how to market. But if I do something specific, like how to use email marketing to sell your online course, now that feels very specific. And when you're at that point where you're trying to figure out your email marketing for your course, you're going to jump on it. Even if that same material is included in both courses, it's that specificity that makes your students jump in and jump on. Number two, the second mistake I see course creators making is they don't have a specific outcome to their course. So it's kind of like they think about, oh, I want to do a course on confidence. So they decide they're going to do a course all about how to be confident, but then they don't give the user that outcome. They don't talk to it. They don't speak to it. It's not in the title. It's not in the marketing around it. It's just 
This is a course on confidence, sort of assuming that the audience will know why they need confidence. So if you had something that was even more specific, like the confidence cure, 16 ways to build your confidence and get to that next level at work or to build your business in an easy way or you see that so that statement on the back end of it like why do I care why do I need this that outcome is really really important and because of that I want you to take the time to actually sit down and think about what is that result what is that outcome? What is that transformation that somebody's going to have when they finish my course? Because if you think about it, most of the time, we really are not excited about taking courses. Like I'm signed up for a five hour workshop today. And I was thinking about, I'm like, I don't want to spend five hours on this workshop, but I want the outcome on the back end of it that they have promised. So remember that when you're pulling together your topic for your course, get that specific outcome, that result, and make sure that that's where you're heading people. It's kind of like when you go on a journey in the car, you're going for a road trip, and you want to get to the place where you're going. <laughs> but if you don't know where the outcome is, you don't know where you're trying to end up in the car, <laughs> who knows where you show up. So uh, hopefully that will... Um, make you ask yourself that question, what is the outcome from my course? And then number three, and I see this a lot with um, folks who are just getting started, and usually entrepreneurs are super, super passionate, super, super interested in a lot of different topics. So they decide, I'm gonna pull all of my great topics all into one course, but they don't have a, a reasonable umbrella that makes any sense why they would pull in um, something like, I love dogs and I love wine and I love to travel and we're gonna put those all into some kind of course with not a logical um, thread through them. <laughs> so if you wanna do that, I want you to do a couple things. Consider making those three different mini smaller courses and then um, figure out what that umbrella is, whether it's some kind of lifestyle that you wanna do or like work on what your umbrella concept is if you have all these different passions. The other piece of it I will say is sometimes trying to pursue um, and find your students is really tough because what happens is you'll get in front of dog lovers for the dog piece of it, but they don't really care about wine and travel. So when they see that course, they're like, yeah, I don't care about that. I'm clicking away. So you really, that's why I'm telling you to have that one specific outcome and kind of that one focused topic, because then when you're doing the marketing and you're getting in front of people, they'll be able to raise their hand and know that it's the perfect thing for them. Okay, number four, the number four mistake I see is they don't stop to check and make sure the people are actually buying things up on this topic. 
So we're going to get into that during the topic and title challenge, like how you know are people actually buying this topic that you're working on, um, but you do want to sort of figure that out ahead of time. Now, I know some experts will tell you, oh, just go out and sell your course before you create it, and then you'll know that there's interest in it. I'm not a huge fan of that, and I'll give you a couple reasons why. The first one is, what if you only get a couple people signed up? Are you going to do it if you only have one or two or three people? Then what? Or if you're not really, really good at creating those lessons as you go, it might turn into an issue for you. You might be great at it, but I will tell you, I tried this last fall when I created my Kajabi Kickstart course to get people going. And... It turned into this big monster because I was creating it as I went. So every week I was on tap to create the lessons for that week. And they ended up being uh, a lot more to them than I originally thought. So it turned into this big project that had to be done <laughs> on time. So just, you know, if you want to do it that way, make sure you've kind of mapped out and you know what's going to be involved and you've got the time set aside so that you can get going on your finishing your topic if you're going to pre-sell it and then making sure that you can get that course created for folks as you're moving forward. And then number five, the last mistake that I will mention and that is, they aren't quite sure if they're an expert enough to be able to teach it. And I say, as long as you have gotten results for yourself and, or maybe gotten results for some other people, that's really the barometer that you can go off of. Like, did I get results? And is this repeatable? And if you're really feeling uncomfortable about it, go into a beta version of the first time you do your course. So you sit down and you're like, okay, I am going to introduce this to people. I'm going to test it out and see what kind of results they get. Make them pay you because I don't believe in doing the courses for free. They're going to get a significant discount from you. And then set the expectation at the beginning that, hey, if you like this course, I'd appreciate a testimonial at the end. So that's also part of this whole beta concept that they're doing with you. So you need to be um, at a place where you've gotten results, then you're expert enough. And sometimes you will even be a better instructor because you are able to remember what it was like not to know this thing that you're teaching. If you've been doing it for years and years and years, you might have forgotten what it was like to be a beginner. So your course could be even better because you remember, oh yeah, this is that thing I didn't know. And oh yeah, what about this step? And oh, I need to make sure they know this. And I'm going to explain all this vocabulary so that they understand what's going on. So you can see these are all very, very fixable mistakes, especially if you take the time ahead of time before you get your course going to think through those five different areas and make sure that you're all in good shape. And I'm so excited that you're interested in jumping in to getting a course going. So please, please make sure you sign up. You can go to coursecreatorshq.com slash TTC. 
TTC, that stands for Topic and Title Challenge, and sign up, get on the list, because I want you to come join me March the 6th so that we can work together on your topic, on your title, get you moving forward on that online course for 2023, and come join me. I love to get connected with you. And thanks so much for listening. I hope this gave you some food for thought this week. I appreciate you listening and following and subscribing and staying connected to telling me, uh, get some great messages from folks about what they like and what they're enjoying and kind of how they're moving forward. I love to hear from you. So thank you for being here. Thanks for jumping into the podcast and have an incredible week. We'll catch you next week on the next episode. Take care.